Hi, guys. Three-second announcement. Listen, I'm only doing one ad between content on the show. So when you listen to these podcasts, you'll only have one ad in between the segments of the show instead of multiple ads. And then I'll put some of the ads at the very, very end so that if you want the information and take part with the sponsors, you can do that. And you're welcome, because <laughs> I know that you probably wanted that. So um, there you go. And thank you for supporting the show. Appreciate you. 673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. When I left my home and my family, I was no more than a boy in the company of strangers in the quiet of the railway stations running scared. Uh, that's a Jerry Douglas uh, cover of uh, The Boxer. I like that. Um, I like all music. I really do. Except rap. I'm not like the biggest fan of rap, but... Yeah, you know. Uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, you can call up and you can comment and uh, not a problem today um, because it's a Friday. And, you know, I love Fridays because I don't know. I just do. It's my favorite day. Um, I, mean, I guess because we're looking forward to the weekend and uh, it's a nice break. Um, it is. That's why they call Friday document dump night in government is because they know everyone goes on a break for the weekend and they're not looking at the news as much. And that's when they usually try to get stuff done. That doesn't work to our advantage. So there's that, sadly. Um, so make sure you get to MyPillow.com. Great Christmas gifts. I Those sheets, I, everyone I've given those sheets to and those slippers, oh my gosh, love them. So let me just tell you what a great gift that is. And then you're helping Mike. And uh, he's made a lot of sacrifices uh, to bring forward some truth. And uh, I love the products. So you can get up to, you know, 80, 90% off. Do it. Use the code Kate. And then also balance of nature. This is how I stay on the air is balance of nature. People go, what's your secret? Well, I've interviewed a lot of people on the show and it's taking balance of nature. And I take copper and magnesium um, from Activate FIQ. So those are the two sources to be honest with you. So I've got balance of nature, balance of nature's 31 fruits and vegetables, and we're not getting good fruits and vegetables. We're hardly getting them at all. So make sure that you go to balanceofnature.com and just try it out. It's a money back guarantee. So what do you have to lose? And you'll feel a difference. It takes about 10 to 12 days. Okay. I have friends that have been on this 20 years. They never get sick. They never get sick. I'm like, how can that be? <laughs> anyway, never. So I just, it's amazing uh, how that, uh, those nutrients build up in your system and, uh, and create that for you. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about this. This is, this is, uh, I think why I find this so fascinating is that I, the budget thing is I've always wondered about city budgets. I've always wondered about, um, just the, the ridiculousness that we get into, right? And the, and the kind of expenditures and the kinds of things that, that happen. It's, it really truly amazes me that we are in a position where um, we're spending so much money and it's never justified and it's never even legal to do so. So that always gets me. But I also, um, the reason I'm bringing this up to you is because that's where we save the country is locally. Okay. That's where we save the country. And we are so intent on talking about national subjects so much of the time in talk radio that we don't talk about how to save your city and county. But if we do that 3,000 plus times over, we save our country anyway, regardless of what the feds do, regardless of how they take over elections, regardless of, of uh, all the shenanigans. We can take back our, countries, our country locally. It's never talked about. And now you know why it's never talked about. OK, um, my city uh, had a budget in 1930. 
and the, the budget amount was $47,000, right? And um, the public hearing on the budget was going to be held soon, they said. And this is in the newspaper, okay, when they used to print the budgets in the newspaper. The estimated 1930 expenditures were county roads, $6,000. County uh, um, indigent and old age pensions, 3000 sinking fund and interest on bonds, five grand state road fund, 10,000 advertising 300 and then office expenses, you know, three or $4,000 through 3,800 and then salaries. And then all the other general expenses, 18 grand. It didn't even take a paragraph to tell us what we were spending, not even a paragraph. And it was printed in the paper. This is what they did all the time. And this is why I was able to pull up because I have this wonderful archive I can go into. And that's one of my favorite things to do. I'm that much of a nerd is to go into the archive and discover things that our news today glosses over, won't say, you know, I brought I have brought up so much research on the show from this wonderful um, newspaper archive that goes clear back centuries. So. I love this, but there was an article and this was uh, written. Actually, it was printed um, in a lot of different uh, places. And this was in 1952. And this is uh, a senator's criticism of taxation and the budget. Okay, you're going to love this. Uh, So (laughs) this is what it says. 1952. Okay, everybody was making about three thousand dollars a year at this time. Okay. and we, we didn't actually have a welfare problem at the time either. They really invented the welfare problem. And uh, we, people were not starving on the street. I talked about this with Uncle Milty. But what's fascinating is, is they had to sort of invent a welfare pro- problem because we were doing so well. Okay. We had just started getting into debt as a nation. We just, it was very enticing to get into car payments and things like that at the time. Before that, we used to just always buy our cars and things like that um, when we had the money. But then we got into payments. Okay. And so the other part of this particular newspaper, because I can get the whole thing, was all about, hey, drive this car and it's only this much a month and, you know, you'll love driving that new car. Okay. so with all that said, let me tell you what was said in the article. The staggering eighty five billion dollar budget, eighty five billion at the time has properly produced much critical comment, highlighting one sad but true fact. The president's budget, they even put it in quotations, is really not a budget. In making out a budget or a household budget, the goal is to keep your expenditures within your income. Hmm. (laughs) Wow. What a revelation in 1952, right? Okay, I go on. The president, in his initial request, would spend 14.5 more than he will take in. And he can be expected to ask for substantially more then $85 billion before Congress adjourns this year. The president's budget is only a request for appropriations from Congress. It is only planning for expenditures. Now get this, the British Parliament adopts the household meaning of the term and prepares a budget correlating revenue and expenditures. In a real sense, expenditures or appropriations cannot properly be separated from taxation any more than household spending can be separated from family income. Deficit spending is inflationary. It destroys the value of bonds, savings, and nest eggs from old age. What was I just talking about? Worst bonds since 1972? That was only 20 years post this article. In 1930, our public debt was only $16 billion. 
Mm, that's before we we started on roads and made made the federal roads, okay? Because states used to do them. Um, and then it goes on uh, to say uh, that uh, federal income tax. Um, uh, so it goes on, and then it says, uh, but in 1952, the same family with the same income would o- would have only. $4,400 after paying $577 worth of taxes. You have $4,400, pay $577 in taxes. And that would remain, um, uh, remaining amount would be um, with the $1940. The council also points out that a family worth only 53 cents compared with four of the net income of, of $5,000 in 1940 was as well off as that family would be today with 11500 income. Okay. When these facts are considered, perhaps the 80th Congress, which the president termed terrible and which was the only Congress since 1933 to balance the budget and reduce taxation was not so bad. Perhaps the proposals of the Joint Committee on Reduction of Non-Essential Federal Expenditures pointed the proper way. When its chairman, Senator Byrd, recently proposed a plan uh, to reduce expenditures about nine billion. Of course, the president, with his, uh, you know, uh, with his more than 500 man budget bureau. Oh, it's a lot more now, honey. um, And hundreds of fiscal and budget officers in the departments and agencies could have done more enlightened, efficient job of cutting expenditures in the appropriate spots if he had a desire to respond to the fundamental wishes that the American people have expressed. Wow. Interesting, right? Um, And then he went on to say, when President's Congress must go forward um, with, of the United States demand, but in present situation, the federal economy, they get it. It's limited permanent staffs of about 20 in the uh, House Appropriations Committee, and about 16 in the Senate Appropriations Committee to analyze the president's request, which will be backed up by a flood of testimony by his budget officers and financial officers, uh, advisors, justifying his so-called budget. Whether the Congress will be able to cope with the attack of the executive is to be decided. Amazing, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, um, I... You almost can't believe how they would talk about this back then, how they would lay it out in in more common sense, obviously, than we have now. OK, and uh, and I find it to be so extraordinary that we as a public do not understand how much trouble we're in as now we're handing even more billions and billions and billions of dollars to the Middle East, to the Ukraine, to, I mean, you name it, right? Flooding the uh, printed money pipeline, okay? So when I was talking about inflation, um, it said this inflation and tax trend in recent years made clear by the example cited by a council of state chambers of commerce, which reports that in 1940, a family of four with a net income of $5,000 had that $4,900 left for its household budget after paying $74 federal income tax. Wow. Made five grand, paid $74 in federal income tax. And what is it now? It's extraordinary what we've done. 
when I look back at when I was looking at city budgets all over America, which was I was doing it like three o'clock in the morning. I was looking at all these different city budgets. And this is why I wanted to share this with you. The budgets were all printed in the papers. They were very short. They had nothing to do with tourism. Not one word of tourism was mentioned. Nobody cared about tourism. Tourism's like a black hole kind of laundering thing going on in cities everywhere. Okay. We need this for future tourism and for tourism now. No, you're supposed to just, like this article said, you have expenditures and you deal with the with the money coming in and the money going out. And if you're asking for more money going out, we have a significant issue and problem. Okay. Um, if we don't have the money coming in to pay for it, just like like this senator said. In every budget, household budget, this can be completely aligned our country to the household budget. And this is exactly what we're looking at here. I, um, I, hope, I hope that as we kind of go back in context, because I think that's what we're missing a lot in our media is context, to show us where we were just that many years ago. Because I know many of you watching this, listening to this right now, were very much alive in 1952. And I don't know if you remember uh, how things were in this area, but I will tell you this. There were more articles than this, just this one. I showcased this one because it was short and it was to the point. But many people had written out um, and talking about the extravagant, the extravagancy, the the unconstitutionality of what they were doing then. Can you imagine now they are looting our country? We went I said this yesterday on the show. We went from billions to trillions overnight. I remember when I first started, it was like uh, $600 billion. It was just this extraordinary amount. And I remember, I remember um, we were just crucifying the amount. I mean, it was just like, you've got to be kidding me on this. There's no justification for this and we can't do it. And then what was fascinating was now since the 2020, when, um, when COVID, I have to say it with quotations, you know why COVID uh, when they started spilling that uh, lie, then when they started writing out the checks for trillions, nobody cared because everybody was trying to figure out what was going on, right? When in a crisis, take advantage. That's what they do. Take advantage of the crisis. Then they turned it into trillions. And now we don't even, we don't even talk about it. Did you know after 2020 and 2021, I didn't see a single article about the money and cares? Did you know that in the beginning of the of the CARES Act, before they took it out, they had it all planned that they were going to the um, monetary system, the digital federal debit card, and they were going to have machines and kiosks in all the post offices. They were going to spend millions of dollars putting these machines in key in uh, these kiosks everywhere. And they had it all planned. They took it out at the last minute. Um, but it was all planned to go. So when they said digital money just came out or the, the, the uh, Fed now and all that stuff, no, 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 no. I have it. I actually have screenshots of it. Um, they actually had it all planned and ready to go in that bill. Okay. And they were going to pass out a federal debit card and you could use it like a little bank account. How sweet. How nice. A little bank account for Johnny. Yep, I know. It makes me sick, but uh, but they took it out. They knew that they would get too much because they were already looting the coffers, right? They were already looting the country. So they knew they couldn't get away with it, right? So I don't know all the reasons they took it out, but they took it out right before it got passed. And, um, and it was a pretty long section of abuse. Not that the whole thing wasn't abusive, it was, and unconstitutional. 
Uh, they have no right to loot the coffers like that. Um, and each one of us is born into a debt we can't even fathom. Right? P- babies born today. Oh, my gosh. The debt they incur just being born is insane. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Hi, everybody. This is important. There is a very, very little-known IRS loophole, and you have the ability right now to safeguard your IRA or 401k and have it be backed by, with gold. And this is an amazing little loophole that Birch Gold will tell you about, and you need to get this information. You text 989898, that number, and text the name Kate in the message part, okay? So the phone number is 989898. Just think of that as the phone number. Text that number, and then, of course, text the name Kate. It's not true diversification if your savings depend on the stability of the dollar. So gold and silver were money long before. And of course, you need to make sure that you have plenty of gold and silver. And silver is amazing, too. So make sure you've got that. Also, it's a safeguard against inflation um, and also protecting against economic downturns, too. When crisis strikes, desperate investors They seek shelter from the storm. And so this is where you can own your own uh, safe haven assets and get some sleep and sleep a little better and soundly than anyone else. So please learn how gold and silver can do that for you and then also work for you, not just to have in your home, but work for you. That's huge, you guys. This is why I like Birch Gold. This is why Ron Paul likes Birch Gold. This is why he has been talking about them for a long time is because these guys know those loopholes. They understand understand what you guys can do uh, to safeguard your money safeguard your assets. This is a big deal because with digital currency coming in, you're going to want to do this right now. All you have to do is text Birch Gold, text him 989898 and text the name Kate. Thanks you guys. Date 673-1450. This is the Kate Daly show. Woke up past date today, my neighbor paid my meter. My boss gave me a raise, didn't even say the reason There's kindness in the air, it takes me where I'm going I think I'm happy and I know it, know it Ah, it's one of the best Always puts me in a good mood too, best day ever Love it, it's uh, Sly and the Family Stallone I need to put together a music list, don't I? I mean, it's it's weird and it's unique and it's obscure, but... What can I say? I guess I'm all those things too because I love I love all kinds um, of music. So, of course, I'll take your calls. Of course, eight 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 six seven three fourteen fifty. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind? Well, um, I got an email about an invitation to meet the candidates and oh that's a local thing yes 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 and uh and i usually address that off the show but let me just tell you when it comes to candidates because i can probably answer this question the candidates all over um and there's usually only a few good ones that crop up in cities and counties everywhere okay and here's the deal with with um vetting people okay Get into a conversation with them and ask them what they think about the budgets and about the um, the gross abuse of government and see how they react to that. 
The ones that are out there telling you that, yeah, you need more affordable housing and yes, the welfare state and yes, you're there to solve that problem and and all of those types of things um, and then want to bring, um, you know, a lot of things into our culture that you probably wouldn't like because a lot of liberals will do that. Um, it's easy to tell because of what they're talking about. They don't see problems with abuses. And this is why you have city councils all over America who typically do not say no. People do not stand up. They don't say no to any budgets. They don't say no to anything. And so the people running are usually vetted by the club that wants them in there so that they can, and I call it the rubber stamp club, so they can get a good old rubber stamp on every single thing that um, city managers and county commissioners want to do. And and so it's a it's a hijacking. And so if if people could start to identify that people running in, in um, cities, I would vet them harder. I would, I, and, and, and trust me, there's only going to be a few good ones that crop up each year for the majority of them. And the ones that are out there getting funded, they're usually part of the club so that the rest of the city or county or state, where, wherever you're listening to the show from, knows they can count on them to never say no to anything. So... We should have a lot more discourse and debate about city budgets and and uh, the expenditures going on and the fact that cities own businesses now and and profit from those businesses. And they tell you, oh, this is good for the this is good for the cities. No, it's not. It's it's an abuse. It's not legal to do that. They turned it into something that they can get away with. Still doesn't mean it's legal to do. And so if we could understand how to save our cities and counties, do you realize that we could save this country? Do you realize that if cities set themselves apart and school boards set themselves apart and they can, and I've seen it happen, I've reported on it, okay, where a city says, we're not going to lock down, or a school board says, we're not going to go with Common Core, or they have um, this the sovereignty back, right? They grab their own sovereignty back. That is a challenge to everything going on in the country right now is if a city starts to act sovereign or a county starts to act sovereign. This is why get to the meetings, do everything in your power to solve the problems locally. If everybody was doing that in America, we literally would get our country back. We could absolutely do it if we all concentrated locally, because that's the only place we still have power. And let me tell you, it's hanging by a thread right now. I live in a really conservative area of what's supposed to be a conservative state. Oh, no, it's not. It's been so hijacked. It's so uh, very, very liberal. But a lot of people just haven't realized it yet because the head's in the sand. It's just, you know, it's in the (laughs) it's in the sand. And there's nothing that um, is is truly being done by that, because then usually media in every town, every city in America and every state is usually owned by the higher up media or they just go by AP News. It never points anything out. And then people just don't know. So it's going to be up to us on social media and podcasting and all of those mediums, since there's not a lot of mediums left uh, for local radio to be local radio, right? That's just not how it works anymore. And so there's going to have to be a shift in our thinking of getting the word out, going door to door, meeting your neighbors again, making sure that you go and help change things and help educate people in your community because they're not going to get it from all the typical modes of uh that we used to, okay? Media is just not going to talk about it. So we have to do the job, and it's going to mean getting out again, getting getting feet on the ground, right? Getting that walk in at night. 
I will be right back, and I can't wait to hear about your experiences, um, the experiences you can't explain, the experiences that touched your life and you cannot explain them. Be right back. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I retired three years ago, and I've been hearing your ads on the radio for years. And finally, when I moved, you know, I went through this flurry of activity, and all of a sudden, after a couple months after the painting was done and the unpacking and the putting away and everything, because I moved to a different state, and I said, you know what? I'm going to get some of that and try it. I'm telling you, it was like I was a whole new person. I could have given a three-year-old a run for his money. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KATE. <laughs> 